0: Al Bayan Radio presents the following program, asking Allah that it serves as a
1: benefit for all. Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem, Alhamdulillahir Rabbil Alameen, Wassalatu Wassalamu nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala Alihi wa sahbihi wa Salaam. Assalamu Alaikum, dear brothers and sisters, and welcome to Al Bayan Live. I'm your host Abu Abdurrahman, and I'm very pleased to be joined by my dear brother, dear Sheikh Muhammad Dua. Assalamu Alaikum, Sheikh. Wa
0: Alaikum, Wassalam, Rahmatullah. How are you today? Allah, Iberik Fiq, Alhamdulillah. How wi- are you? It's good shaykh. to have you as always. Allah, barak Fiq, always a pleasure. Um,
1: prior to beginning today we had a bit of a conversation with our tech man didn't he didn't we yes brother
0: jamal maalla him. so it looks like he's um branching out to more than the tech man
1: well today he actually without you know wanting to you know mention too much of our conversation he actually you know starting to get involved in you know other areas of the <laughs> you know, presentation wardrobe yeah, wardrobe so he's like he's, he's like um increasing his um, responsibilities <laughs> here at the radio, yeah, and Masha I think, Allah. you know, we just got to give him a mic.
0: Allahumma barik. needs a mic ya. in there,
1: and he can just start, yeah. you know, doing what like he likes during the program.
0: One of those people, you know, wor- uh, one worth uh, a thousand, oh, Allahumma no, Allah preserve him, he does Ameen. so much
1: good in the radio, and uh, uh, Allah preserve him and bless him and his family. Amen. Now, Shaykh, we are in the blessed days of the hijjah and alhamdulillah, we'd like to welcome all our viewers listening. Albayan Radio at on 107.9 FM in Sydney. We will be on 107.9 FM in Sydney until after the days of uh, Eid to July 3rd exactly. And uh, also, we'd like to welcome all our viewers uh, and all those listening on the Albayan Radio app. You can download our app on the App Store uh, or just go to albayan.com.au and you can find the links there to the Google app and the Apple app. share today you chose a very interesting topic. What is righteous deeds no. why did you choose this topic what is righteous actions
0: bismillah salam ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa wa man ihtada um shaykh uh, since we are as you mentioned in the best of days which are the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah we found it appropriate to discuss al amal Uh, righteous actions and what is considered to be righteous actions and that is based on the fact that righteous actions in these 10 days are considered to be the best type as the hadith of Ibn Abbas where the Prophet said that there are no days in which Righteous deeds are more beloved to Allah than these 10 days. So since we are in these 10 days and righteous actions in these days are the best type, then I felt it's important we shed light on defining and understanding what is considered to be righteous actions.
1: Excellent, Sheikh. And then, subhanAllah, the Hijjah is somewhat, how how can I say, neglected, I find, that many people... You know, they have, uh, you know, the days of, 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 of Ramadan, which they yeah. give great significance to, rightfully so. No. But we seem to be, or a lot of us, in Allah, seem to be asleep during these mm. 10 days of the Hijjah. And as you mentioned, yeah. the Prophet Wasallam told us, these are the b- most beloved days to do righteous deeds. So in our discussion no. about righteous deeds, where do we <laughs> start?
0: The first thing that we start with, Sheikh, is uh, just on that point you mentioned is a reminder for, for myself and for all our brothers and sisters that we should take advantage of these days because all of your good deeds that you perform, this is the best time that you can perform them. That's what the hadith of Rasulullah wasallam has mentioned. So everyone prays from the Muslims so that means the prayer in these times <coughs> is the best. Everyone fasts and that means fasting in these days is the best. Everyone gives sadaqa and charity and that means sadaqah and charity in these days is the best. For We should be encouraged to perform as much good amal as we can. And that brings up the first point, Sheikh. What is the definition Of righteous actions. What is the definition of good deeds? And the scholars have given a definition to what is considered to be a righteous action. And they said that al-amal as-salih or righteous actions is everything, everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves and is pleased with from sayings and actions, both the apparent and the hidden. That's the definition of righteous deeds. Righteous deeds is everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves from your sayings and your actions. So anything that you say and anything that you perform, if Allah azza wa loves it and is pleased with it, then that's a righteous action. And actions are both apparent and hidden. We have apparent actions like salah, uh, like hajj and so forth. These are apparent actions. And then we have hidden actions, which are the actions of the heart, such as ikhlas, sincerity, hope in Allah, fear of Allah, love of Allah. These are all things that stem from the heart. So this is, in a nutshell, what is defined to be righteous deeds. Whatever Allah loves and is pleased with, from our sayings and our actions.
1: Yeah, Sheikh, there you, you, you mentioned beautifully what Allah loves and is pleased with, and this is what has been clarified and mentioned in the Quran and the Sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi no. because as we have mentioned many times, that every action needs two conditions to be met to be accepted by Allah <coughs> subhanahu wa taala. And that's Ikhlas, sincerity to Allah, and you must do it in accordance with what the Prophet وسلم, came with in the Quran and Sunnah. No. So it's always important, um, and I've always, you know, used this when, when speaking about this topic to ask ourselves, you know, the following questions before we do any action. <coughs> uh, no. For who are you doing it and how are you doing it? No. Are you doing it for Allah? Are you doing something as You know, you you clarified and mentioned that Allah loves and is pleased with. Are you doing it in accordance with what the Prophet came with? Because he worshipped Allah the best. You will never worship Allah better than the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam worshipped Allah. And he came with everything. The religion is complete and he clarified everything Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And it's very important to you know to remember this during these ten days of the Hijjah. Especially with the day of Arafat coming up, the day where Allah completed this religion for us when the Prophet وسلم, was giving his Islam. farewell sermon and this day was this religion was completed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala completed his religion for us, completed his favour upon us, completed his Islam as our religion and chose for us Islam as our way of life and our religion. No. It's very important that we remember this during these days, isn't it, Shaykh? Barakallah fiqh That's Feekha, barak. an
0: excellent and a beautiful reminder, without a doubt. Um, and these are what the ulama have uh, considered to be the conditions uh, of righteous actions. Uh, the righteous deeds and the righteous actions, they have a number of conditions. And Allah ibarik you you touched up on the two uh, main ones. Uh, one uh, or another one, uh, the third one, which the ulama they usually put at the beginning before the other two that you, you spoke about, which is Ikhlas and Ittiba'ah. Uh, uh, it's one of the great reminders, reminders for us. And it's one of the, uh, the great reminders that, that shows us uh, of Islam and how we are honored to be Muslims. And that condition is Al-Islam. The, the righteous deed, in order for it to be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in order for it to be accepted by Allah, it must meet the three conditions. And the first of them, Shaykh, is Islam. Before ikhlas and before ittiba', It must be from a Muslim. And this shows you your honour as a Muslim. The fact that when you do a good deed, you will get rewarded for it, both in this life and in the next. Whereas those who are not Muslim, when they perform a good deed, this is not considered to be amal salih, because they have not met the condition of Islam. For they will be rewarded for their action. The non-Muslim is rewarded for his good deed in the dunya, but he will not be rewarded for it in the akhirah. And that's why the first condition for a righteous deed to be loved and accepted by Allah is that it must come from a Muslim.
1: As-Shaykh, I know many people don't like speaking about this, but we have to address it since many of those who claim Islam actually, actually, upon major shirk no, from those who worship their imams no um from those who claim that the imams know the unseen no those who from the extreme groups out there who actually raise their sheikhs, their super sheikhs as I like to call them higher than that of a prophet um those who go to the graves from the kuburiya and worship at the graves no. and worship those in the graves no, and I've seen it with my eyes they go to shrines and they ask allah they ask the person in that shrine to you know cure and 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 give their child good health no. and the rest of it so this is very important that you know before you even do a good deed think that you're doing actions which actually nullify your islam in the no. first place
0: without a doubt and and Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa he was as clear as day regarding this point that Allah Azza wa Jal only accepts from those who have pure Tawheed. In the Hadith in Sahih Muslim, where Aisha, radiyallahu anha, she asked the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa about a man who lived in Jahiliyyah by the name of uh, Ibn Judaan. That was his name. She asked An nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and she said, Ya Rasulullah, this man... In jahiliyyah, he used to keep ties of kinship and he used to feed the poor. In other words, he done many good deeds. He would keep ties of kinship and he would feed the poor. So she asked the Prophet ﷺ, would this benefit him? Would this benefit Ibn Jud'an in the next life? So the Prophet ﷺ said to her, it will not benefit him. Because he never said, O my Lord, forgive me my sins in the next life. In other words, he never submitted to Allah. So the righteous deeds that he done, or anyone else for that matter, as you mentioned, Shaykh, those who attribute themselves to Islam, but they perform major acts of shirk and kufr, shirk and kufr nullifies the rewards. So it is nothing but a waste. People will be, people can perform good actions and good deeds, but then they will find in the next life it's not accepted by Allah, because they nullified those good deeds through committing acts of shirk, like what you had mentioned, Shaykh. Whether it's the grave worshipping, over praising the imams, the leaders, the the mashayikh, uh, like the turuq of the sufiyah and whatever else. For Islam must be pure, and Allah only accepts the pure Islam. Anything that is not pure for Allah Azza wa Allah rejects it, and He does not accept it. Barakallah
1: it's a very important point because many a times we see ourselves discussing, you know, ikhlas and following the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And yes, sincerity is part of Tawheed, no. no doubt about it. But we don't sometimes discuss this enough because no. many. Muslims are just sitting back and, you know, are doing actions that their fathers used to do or what they grew up upon. No. You misguidance? No. Yes, we ask Allah to guide them and forgive them and keep them away from this misguidance and remove them from their ignorance. But we must address it and not feel that, you know, I'm not going to speak about this because... This guy, we might hurt his feelings and we might hurt (coughs) that guy's feelings. Or, you know, the other argument which people come and say that there's many paths that lead to Allah. As long as you're on that path, it doesn't matter, which is really an excuse to do whatever you like, whatever you like, as long as you call yourself a Muslim, you're going to Jannah. Not only that, that extended the circle to those who attribute partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and as long as you are of the Abrahamic faiths let's give ourselves a group hug, hold hands, we'll go into Jannah together. Doesn't matter if you think Allah is one of three. Doesn't matter if you have performed kufr and shirk and the partners of Allah day and night. And this is something we must point out and call it as it is because we want goodness for others. We want goodness for even the enemy. We want them to know the truth and we want to show them the truth. If they accept, God is in the hands of Allah. Alhamdulillah. If they don't, as well, God is in the hands of Allah. Allah with guides whom he wants. <laughs> 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 nah. Sheikh. after that, um, brief explanation of, because we can get into more detail. Nah. There, finally, so some people think, oh, how can you, there's many explanations from which angle you want to take it. Nah. Even the explanation of what is a good deed is got a beautiful explanation from the, from the ulama. Nah. You know, what is the internal action? What is the external action? Nah. What are the sayings of the tongue? And what is nah. the iman then? Nah. How's it increase with good and decreases with bad? Nah. And explaining the importance of, Islam and avoiding shirk in all of its forms. Oh. Where do we go to next, Isha? Allah Barak you, kh- Sheikh. That's
0: uh, definitely uh, hak. Yani each each little point that you speak about can branch off into many other huge topics, and that's the beauty of our Deen. Our Deen is an endless ocean of knowledge, and uh, the more a person uh, studies and learns, the more he realizes how ignorant, uh, in reality, uh, he is. For With Islam, Shaykh, being the first of the conditions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only rewards in the next life those who are Muslim for their good deeds. The second condition, uh, which is what you uh, also uh, had brought up, Allah barik fiqh, is the, uh, the condition of ikhlas, which we also touched upon and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually speaks about that in the Quran where he says Allah azza wa jal in this verse he says whoever hopes to meet his Lord whoever hopes to meet his Lord and this is a quality every believer must have to have hope in meeting Allah Azza wa This hope in meeting Allah, that is a Amal Saleh in itself. It's an act of worship. To have hope in meeting Allah Azza wa But as the scholars mentioned, there's a true hope and there's a false hope. The true hope is the hope that is established and built upon action. The one who worships Allah and avoids the haram, this person He has hope that Allah accepts from him and gives him paradise. The false hope is the one who does not act. He does not stay away from the haram, but he still hopes for Allah's forgiveness. This type of hope is false. This is false hope when the person indulges in sin and disobeys Allah Azza wa but he still hopes that Allah Azza wa will not punish him and forgive him. No, your hope in Allah must be connected to your work for your hereafter. فمن كان يرجو لقاء ربه فليعمل عملا Whoever hopes to meet his Lord, let him perform righteous actions. and that's a topic today. ولا يشرك بعبادة ربه أحدا. and not associate any partners in worship with Allah. And this is what our entire religion is based upon. That's what every prophet and messenger came with. To take people out of the fold of worshipping others to the worship of Allah alone. That's why when these sects, Shaykh, that you mentioned, who make partners with Allah in worship, whether it's dua seeking aid, seeking help, seeking assistance or whatever else. When people direct that to other than Allah Azza wa they have gone completely against the message of Islam. Because Islam came to annihilate that. Because people before Islam, they were calling upon other than Allah. They were praying to other than Allah. They were making dua to other than Allah. Islam came to direct them. To the true message, which is to worship one true Lord, and that's all. So, when these sects uh, uh, oppose this, they are opposing the the core message of our Deen.
1: Now, for <laughs> the brothers and sisters who would like to contribute to tonight's program and may have a genuine question, feel free to leave your questions and feedback on our YouTube <coughs> stream, Al Bayan Radio Australia. We're live there now, and also on Facebook, on the ASWJ Australia Facebook page. As for those on TikTok, as normal, TikTok brings you everything, the good, the bad, and the in-between. So for those who are on TikTok and would like to leave a question for the Sheikh and a genuine, um, come over to our YouTube stream, Al-Bayan Radio Australia, and leave your comments there, as we'll be turning off the comments on our TikTok page as always whenever we have sheikh on فيك, Shaykh, you generate a lot of comments there's too much to go through so whoever has a genuine comment then come to the youtube page albayan radio australia and leave it there we got some some salam salamu from brother ak alaykum or mk i don't know what we're thinking about ak also um uh, another question. Another salam, Musammat. Salamu alaykum from Atlanta, Georgia, in the U.S. A. You Wa know You know anyone over there, Sheikh? وبركاته.
0: I don't know anyone in the good old U.S.A.
1: Georgia At- Atlanta. Atlanta. Atlanta.
0: I wouldn't even know. What, what do you know about Atlanta, Sheikh? I know nothing
1: about Atlanta. I know one thing about Atlanta. The basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch NBA. Yeah. Also, the Olympics, I think, were held there. I have no in, idea. Um, sure. In the 90s when we were at school. Subhanallah, was that's it? What I remember. It's when Muhammad Ali, Allah irhamu, was holding the...
0: Ah, yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. Uh, uh, well, that's what yes. I'm not wrong, but yeah. that's what I remember. Was that's it about Atlanta? It. No. Yeah, that's about it. The, Subhanallah. Uh, yeah, same. So. Shout out to all our brothers and sisters who are listening from the USA, especially uh, the brother who sent us salam. From Atlanta, Georgia, in the USA. Barakallah fikum. Also, Brother Muhammad As Salafi, what a beautiful second name there, from UK. Alaikum as salam, Brother Muhammad. alaykum as salam. Barakallah fikum. Keep the comments coming in. Um, Shaykh, let's continue with, with what we have for tonight regarding nah, righteous sheikh. deeds yeah. after mentioning uh, that we must worship Allah alone and shun any partners nah. or associates with Him.
0: The last point, Sheikh. maybe if we can, uh, which is the third of the conditions. We said the first condition for a righteous action to be accepted is that uh, the person must have Islam. The second condition is that it must be sincerely done for Allah because Allah does not accept a deed that's not done sincerely for him. And the third and the final one, Sheikh, which you touched upon is al that the action, the deed, must be in accordance to the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu So, if any of these conditions are missing, Allah does not accept that deed, and it cannot be considered a righteous deed. So, many people claim to perform righteous actions, but that action is not meeting the condition of ittiba. It is not being. It is not an action in accordance to the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi so it can never be righteous. There is no such thing as a righteous action that a Nabi sallallahu did not come with on, through his Sunnah or the Sunnah of the Khulafa ar-Rashidin. No matter how good that action seems, no matter how good uh, it may look to the to the eyes, it can never be a righteous deed if the Prophet sallallahu did not bring it. So if any one of these uh, conditions are missing, then the action is rejected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And one of the best examples that we can give, and the examples are many, Shaykh, is the narration of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, where he walked into a masjid uh, and he found the people uh, performing uh, dhikr uh, in congregation. And he asked them what he doing and they they gave the same answer that we hear always. They said we are remembering Allah, what's what's wrong with this action? We are remembering Allah and we intend only <coughs> only good. So they have the right intention and they're, they're intending good. But Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu taught them and he said how many people intend the good but they miss the target? How many people intend the good and miss the target. So righteous actions, my brothers and sisters, is not just about having the right intention. Okay, People can perform innovations with the most sincere intentions. But because that action is not in accordance to the sunnah, it cannot be righteous. Because we have to firmly believe that the Prophet wasallam came with everything. He did not leave anything out. And you mentioned the great verse in these great days. On the day of Arafah, Allah revealed it. <clears throat> اليوم أكملت لكم دينكم. No. Today I have perfected for you your religion. What does perfected for your religion mean? It means you cannot improve on it. You cannot add to it, nor can you subtract, minus from it. It's perfect. The way it was given to Muhammad Wasallam is perfect. So we do not tamper with it. And that's why any righteous action I want to perform, <clears throat> I have to ask myself, am I doing it sincerely for Allah? And secondly, is this action in accordance to the Sunnah? If those conditions are met, then have hope that Allah will accept it from you, be well,
1: it and, and, and just there as well, like, subhanAllah, many a times, you know, this argument is presented, the Sheikh, that um, he's sincere, he's, he means well, but. You know, as you beautifully mentioned, <clears throat> sincerity is not enough. It must meet a second condition. And I remember, I think it was Sheikh al rahimahullah, when he's teaching uh, the first hadith of the 40 hadith. I remember now? and other wow. other books, but he was teaching that particular book. And he said, he gave the example, and I never forgot it when I first heard it, and I always use it when you know, giving uh, these types of lessons, is that you can have two people standing next to each other performing, you know, the action in the same way, you know, at the same time, in the same length. But the difference in reward is like the difference between the heavens and the earth. No. One was sincere, the other wasn't. No. And then you have the opposite as well. A person doing so much good, but he, it's not in accordance with the sunnah. No. And another person doing a little bit, (coughs) and it's in accordance to the sunnah, and he's sincere. No so in in the end of the day, you must fulfil these conditions for the action to be complete, and let's not get emotional and and you know even Subhanallah Shaykh, i've even you even come across this argument with non Muslims oh she done so much good this no. person who just died or he died, he done so much good, but the first condition is it's not um, there, they're not Muslims, so this is the most important thing Allah no. created this life for us to worship Him. No. no. And many a times this comes up when certain people die and <coughs> they have a good reputation in the community. They may have been very generous in Sadaqah or they may have been very prominent in, in um, <coughs> helping the poor and needy. And the emotional argument gets in and they leave, you know, the, the, the Kitab and the Sunnah. And this is always no. recipe for disaster when you let emotions judge without alam.
0: And that's why the, the hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu we thank Allah that he He mentioned that hadith and that our mother Aisha asked him that question in particular because it's as clear as day and, and there's you know, there's no second way about it as they say. As
1: always, Shaykh, it's an honour to have you with us. We'd like to thank all our brothers and sisters for tuning in and inshallah uh, we'll be back next week with more with Sheikh Muhammad. Uh, please do continue listening to Albayan radio on one oh seven point nine FM in Sydney uh, until uh, the third of July and listen to Albayan twenty-four-seven three sixty-five a year, three hundred and sixty-five days a year on the Albayan radio app. Download it at the Google App Store, and <coughs> Apple App Store, or go to Albayan.com.au and don't forget to subscribe to all our media channels on YouTube. And our podcast channels. Barakallafikum, dear brothers and sisters. And Until next time, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa
0: barakatuh.
1: This program was presented by Al Bayan Radio, the voice of Al Sunnah wa al